Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome, Lounge Life. This is Money Monday. Um, I am one of your co-hosts. This is Brian Watson. I'm sitting next to the lovely Dinah Sampson. <laughs> we um, we were supposed to go live today. However, um, Someone wasn't feeling cute today, so are you fucking kidding me? I'm saying, ladies, you you know this, you know I. It just are you fucking kidding me? Right, my inner thought. I'm just saying, we were supposed to go live. We were supposed to go live, and I was really ready, but you know, you just don't feel. No. Whatever. The ladies hear me. They understand. They understand me. They understand me. Whatever. I just wasn't feeling too cute, you know, and I'm noticing. For this, we going live. I'm have to be, you know, the delicious for y'all. Walking with heels. And I did the last time. Boa and all the rest of this crap on. The last time I did. Yeah, you did. You were looking nice. Thank you. Were looking you. very good. Last today time. I'm, you know, off of work and anyway. So today is Money Monday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So in uh, in honor of our Money Monday, we are going to touch on finances and dating. Yep. So there's really no true, you know, specific topic. We're kind of going to just go around and touch the gambit of things in regards to finances and dating. Um, So, Dinah, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, We actually brought this up because there was... Um, I guess the controversy of B. Simone mm-hmm. when she indicated, I think on, I don't know if it was on her live or, or somewhere on Instagram, she said that she couldn't date a nine to five man. Mm-hmm. Her man had to be pretty much, she would only accept a hustler. Right. Um, just anybody else other than a nine to five. Mm-hmm. So we decided to bring that up today because we really want to know, is that something that, you would agree with is that something that you know me and Brian were just talking about it beforehand and I know for myself being an entrepreneur I think I would I don't necessarily want to say need mm-hmm. but I would like that guarantee with the next you know with my significant other mm-hmm. I mean that I knew it's a check coming in right. every you know every two weeks every right. week whatever the case is right. versus someone who me and you waiting mm-hmm. like I'm telling Brian with me dealing with um some of these government contracts, I'm waiting 
60 to 120 days, you know, for a check to come. It may mm-hmm. be a big check, but I got to wait all that time right. versus someone who I know every two weeks is getting that check. I know it's the same and I know we're good. Right. Right. You know, right, so. right. Um, I too saw a video that was out there. Um, I can't remember. If it was, it wasn't B. Simone. I know that uh-huh. it was these two sisters and his brother in between. And she was just, you know, T-H-O-T, just, you know, I got to have me a fast money nigga. I mean, I can't do no nine to five nigga. She was snapping her hands and talking, you know how some of y'all do. And, you know, she was like, I can't do no, you know, no regular nigga. He got to be able to get, if I say I need 20 grand, he got to be, he got to be able to get it like that. And I don't want to hear, ah, I gotta, my, my check don't clear till Friday. And I'm like, wait a minute, What? And the chick, the girl sitting next to her was like, so you mean you couldn't get a work with a dude who was working at J.P. Morgan Chase as an executive? She was like, no. Even though the check coming on Friday going to be fat, if I need 20000 like that, he got to be able to get it for me. Now, now, however he get it is however he get it. Mm-hmm. And I see the entrepreneurial vein that you're talking about, such as myself, mm-hmm. it's totally a different mindset. Right. You know, I came from corporate America. I, mm-hmm. You know, the entrepreneurial ventures I had were, you know, part-time, but mm-hmm. I always maintain a full-time nine-to-five. And so, yes, there is that safety net, that guarantee that I got a check coming every other Friday, right. direct deposit. When right. I wake up in the morning, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's the safety net. And you you get accustomed to that. Um, and when it comes to dating and so forth, um you have to have a level of understanding if you're dating someone who is an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. you know, because support comes in many different ways. You can support them via just being their cheerleader, helping out, taking down, setting up or, you know, moving product form or whatever the case may be. Right. All of that. And everyone's not built, you know, built for entrepreneurial ventures. That's true. Um, Because it takes a totally different mindset. You know, when you work in nine to five, you get comfortable in getting that check every two weeks. As an entrepreneur, I have to be comfortable with knowing that, yeah, I may not get a check every two weeks, but I can damn near get one every other day that might end up being way more than my average two-week check. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be able to navigate that. And then when you tie into the dating piece, you know, do you look for someone who has at least the capacity to understand the the, the challenges and hurdles one faces being an entrepreneur, being mm-hmm. the fact that, Money's going to be tight for the next couple of weeks until said contract comes mm-hmm, through mm-hmm. or until you cultivate, you know, six more clients that right. can generate X number of dollars in revenue. Right. You know, so I guess my question is, well, even for me, my biggest thing was finding someone not so much nine to five entrepreneurial, but just someone who was fiscally responsible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying she had to be a money wiser, but. I mean, just tight with money, but she had to be able to not be impulsive with money. Uh-huh. Um, and I really paid attention to her spending habits, uh-huh. you know, directly and indirectly, uh-huh. you know, and just through conversation, you can see how people spend money. You can truly see how people spend money by the way True. they carry themselves True. and what they talk about, you know, because if they're talking about the latest red bottoms or the latest this, that, and the other, don't Stop look at me like at that. Me. Stop don't, looking don't. at me. Stop looking at me. I'm not talking about anyone in particular. I'm just talking about what I'm talking about. <laughs> If your idea of paying yourself first is hitting Nordstrom's rack and, you know, dropping five large, Mm -hmm. you know, on an outfit, you got some priorities you need to that need to be readjusted. And again, I'm not telling you not to, you know, go shopping for yourself, but you got five large. 
You mean to tell me you can't drop that in your IRA? You mean to tell me you can't drop that in your investment strategy? I think it's more so the mindset. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. So I it's agree. something that needs to be, um, well, like you said, you you watch people, so mm-hmm. and especially when dating, so you know you can see where the money will go or how that person is, whether they'll yes. start shopping yes. or, yes. you know. But, and, um, go ahead. And what I've learned is that I've been with people who were impulsive buyers, mm-hmm. And I've been with people who were very um, money conscious Mm -hmm. and they both taught me something, Mm. you know, uh, all relationships to teach you something, be it good or bad. It should still should be a learning lesson. Um, My son's wife, my oldest son's wife, she was very impulsive. Mm -hmm. You know, she saw it, she wanted, and that was, you know, and we butt heads on that from time to time. Mm -hmm. And then um, another young lady I dated, she was very meticulous when it came to money. Like she, you know, had the big calendar when bills came out and so forth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she had a, a you know, a, a finance guy mm-hmm. who would help her manage certain things that she had going on, investment strategies that she had going on. And I thought that was cool. I learned a lot from that. Mm-hmm. And along with that, and then, you know, some schooling I went to and now getting into the financial services business that I'm in now, right. I've learned so much more. Now is my expectation that, you know, any woman I date or anything like that be Warren Buffett? No, <laughs> no, she ain't got to be Warren Buffett or Alan Greenspan. If you don't know who those two people are, we have a bigger problem. You know, they Googling, right? Right, now. right, right. Or even, I'm not expecting her to be Susan Orman. I'll even go as far as that, or Dave, let alone Dave Ramsey. Um, but I'm looking for, you know, Someone has to have a measure of just being responsible with money, mm-hmm. not to the extent of yeah they can just pay their bills, but if once you pay your bills long term, right? What do you? What else you got going on long term? Mm-hmm. I mean, because that says a lot about you. That says what right. kind of level of discipline you have, how committed you are to certain things, mm-hmm. and how well you see the big picture. Now, from the opposite side of that, I know some people. Who have dated, you know, people who have had, you know, large sums of money at all times. So, so to go from that to a regular nine to five mm-hmm. would be hard for that person because yeah. they are used to the average. Give me twenty, I'm getting ready to go. You know, mm-hmm. me and my girls getting ready to go to, you know, New York for the weekend, or we're going to like my girls, you know, Miami for the weekend. We're gonna go. We're gonna stay at the, you know, at the Fountain Blue. We, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's that that can be kind of hard. For that individual to go from that to a regular nine to five, and that's what they're used to, to paying bills on the regular, to knowing how to save, knowing Mm -hmm. what to do. So that also can be, so I guess, well, I guess with me saying that, when when you were dating and you came across that type of woman, is that the type of woman that you would say, I want to sit down and teach? Or do you just say, I'm done. I can't, that, that's not something I could, I could teach her. I could, I can't teach her anything. It depend. It would depend. It depended upon the individual, truthfully, because mm-hmm. each one was a case by case. Right. And then this just kind of depends on, as we had certain conversations about finances and just kind of like general topics. Mm-hmm. I re- would really, really listen to how they processed money and what it was supposed to do, what it was not supposed to do, and how they actually viewed money. Mm-hmm. Money is just a tool. That's it. You know, the more tools you have at your disposal, uh-huh. the more they can go out and work for you. My dad calls them soldiers. Uh-huh. If you got enough soldiers, they can go out and conquer other things. Right. And my thing was just how did she perceive money? Uh-huh. 
what does she see it as? Well, money's just an inst- uh, means to an ends to, you know, I get paid on Friday. I pay my bills. I got a little extra two or 300 I can turn up with mm-hmm. and hang out with my girls. And then I'm back at it again. Right. But no true plan in place. Then no, I'm not wasting my time. Gotcha. But gotcha. if there was, if there was a measure of interest as far as, you know what, I don't have these things in place, but I do want to learn how to do these things so right. I can, you know, cause I've seen people do this or I've seen that kind of conversations. If I hear that kind of dialogue then it's then it's more it'll prompt me more to pour into her the information that i already know because you know it's going somewhere it's not necessarily just something that you're just that you're just going about you know it is is hitting her her brain more so to go further correct correct got you got you correct so um like i said so i just remember it (laughs) In past in dating individuals and, you know, some were just money driven, mm-hmm. you know, money was the end all to be all. And, you know, I've dated women who their expectation was you subsidize their social life. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I've um, all the men that I've dated, they pretty much always been about their money. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much the one that'll spend it. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to say. Did nobody ask you to- <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Man. I'm just playing I'm everybody. I'm just playing. I'm no, she's not. For I'm every joke, playing. there's a percentage of reality in that. I'm just playing. But no, I think from, I know for myself, with my parents mm-hmm. coming from another country, I've seen my mother and my father, str- you know, struggle. Mm-hmm. So from, I know myself and my brother, it's always been, we've had to, we've got to have this. We've got to have that. You know, we've got to have you know, homes by right. a certain time, you, you know, you know, to put away money, you know, you know, people mm-hmm. from West, you know, West Indians, they put money under their, you know, under the mattress, under the mattress yeah. and, you know, they don't believe in banks and right. all that sort of stuff. So for me, it's just, that's, that's been my motivation mm-hmm. as far as money is concerned. Like yeah. I know that I've got to have a home. I know I've got to have, you know, something put away. I know that any event that anything happens, you know, mm-hmm. I have that safety somewhere. Right. If I can't pull it, from under the mattress, I know I can go pull it from here. Right. You know, I, it's, that's always been something in my mindset that I've always had to have. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 that's fine. And I, I guess part of me wants to, I know I shouldn't try to understand, but wants to understand the mentality that some have of wanting the fast money. I mean, I don't see the attraction because fast money, nine times out of 10 ain't good money. Yeah, but nine times out of ten, I'm not. Yeah, I, trust me, I ain't casting. I ain't throwing no stone. I am not throwing darts at anybody. Uh-huh. You get your money the way you get it, uh-huh. but usually eight times out of ten, maybe seven. Okay, seven and a half times out of ten, <laughs> fast money like that got some stipulations to it and got some other things attached to it that True. you know can rear their head later on down the line. True, and it's all good and fine when it's. Fast money, and you can say, "Look, I need fifteen racks because me and the girls are going here, and mm-hmm. he can peel you off or whatever." You know, how come we can never find a girl who can do that? <laughs> hey, you babe, ain't looking for the right one, man. I'm trying to tell you, I used to want a sugar mama back in the day uh-uh. when I was nine, when I was twenty years hey, old. Sugar mamas, you you gotta do some for that sugar. So man, I'll do some. I'll do something strange for some change. Well, I'm just trying to tell you, well. man. You know, especially if you got AARP. Ooh, <laughs> Jesus, some benefits. <laughs> Oh, God, yes. Benefits. But I guess I know men, I guess, are geared to want to provide. And I guess that's just kind of innate in us from an anthropological standpoint. Right. 
But man, I swear, when I was in college, I wanted an older woman to take care of me. Did you? Oh, Father, bless the black baby Jesus. <laughs> yes. Man, I remember I dated it. I was 19 or 20, and I dated a 27-year-old. And she would rock me down with, you know, gas money and a little money for food and shit like that. Ooh, that gas money. Man, I'm trying to tell you. Back- she was using that 91. Ooh. Child, Ooh. let me tell you. Man, you couldn't tell me S-H-I-T. Mm-hmm. I thought I was the M-A-N back then. Um, but as we, you know, as we move forward, you know, you know, trying to live the fantasy of being a male gigolo, mm-hmm. you know, that ain't really a reality right. for most of us, you know, and at 48, you know, I don't look like Shamar Moore anymore, you know, I have to come to the grips to the reality that, you know, I look like the way I do and I talk the way I talk and hey, someone don't like the way I talk. So moving on, <laughs> but um, it's one of those things where, you know, you, as you date and you talk to people or women or in your case, men, you know, do you ask financial related questions when you date? Do you ask those? I do. Okay. What kind of questions do you ask? I don't necessarily want to say questions. I think they come out in conversation mm-hmm. because I like to know, I don't want to say that I'm not wasting my time, but like I'm mm-hmm. not wasting my time mm-hmm. because I have in, in my mindset, it is, you know, we are here, like I'm 44. Right. So at my age of 44, I should, in my mindset, I've already said I should already have owned such and such amount of homes. Mm-hmm. I should already own such and such amount of, you know, mm-hmm. duplexes, quads, whatever mm-hmm. the case is, commercial property, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. because in my mindset, I want to leave a legacy for my children. Mm-hmm. So when I have conversations with the dudes that I'm dating, I always ask like, you know, so where do you see yourself? You know, you do the whole, where do you see yourself right. in five to 10 years? Or, right, you know, right. so do you own any property? Do you, you know, what, what is it? You know, what made you get, you know, how'd you get that? Or, you know, you mm-hmm. know, I start to ask questions like that again, because, more so where my parents come from and right. how it's been embedded in us that you need to have this. You Correct. need to, Correct. because you've got, we've always been taught you've got to leave something for the, the next. next, you know, the next right. generation. Hence why I named my business legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I plan on leaving that for my, exactly. you know, for mine and you know, my nieces and nephews or mm-hmm. forever. I've always, I've always told my nieces and nephews, I want enough property to leave each one of them something. Right. I want them to each have an apartment building, have a duplex, have a quad, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I want them to all have something because nowadays is it's much harder yeah. than it was like when we were coming up. Yes. You know, we could go. I mean, I got my first home. The person was losing their home. Mm-hmm. So they knew, you know, they knew my family. So they asked, you know, I don't want to necessarily lose it. Can you guys just take over the loan? Right. And so we took it over. It was a beautiful home. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. So that's how we came. That's how I came up on my first home. Mm-hmm. And and I agree. I totally agree with you. Um, my grandfather laid that seed. Mm-hmm. He bought the apartment building my parents first moved into when I was an infant. Really? When they first got married. And that's where my mom met her best friend. Mm-hmm. So fast forward 40 some odd years later. My grandfather's passed on, but that apartment building is now free and clear mm, see? around the corner from SC. My cousin, I have two cousins that stayed there. And my grandfather's thought was, as long as I have this building, mm-hmm. no family member should ever be homeless. Exactly. And so, and that he spoke truth to truth to mm-hmm. that. When my cousin Aaron, he's a dentist now in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. When he was in dental school and going to SC, he lived in that apartment building. Yeah. When my cousin Terrence, 
we'll say is a little bit more urban than most of us. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, he needed a place to stay, yeah, he had option. a place to stay, mm-hmm. you know. And so now, again, you know, the unit is the 14 unit is free and clear. Mm-hmm. And so my grandmother has technically never worked a day in her life. Literally, since they moved from here from New Orleans. All right, Grandma. Right. And um, my dad followed the same blueprint. Mm -hmm. You know, he went into the same law enforcement like my grandfather did, and his thing was income property, and he did the same thing. Right. When I got of age, you know, I was given a house Mm -hmm. for, like, little or nothing. It was my great-grandfather's house, my first house I ever had. Mm -hmm. It was a two-bedroom, 1,000-square-foot house built back in 1914 or whatever. It was Mm -hmm. an old house over on 57th and Western. That was my first house. Mm -hmm. And after that, I moved to Vegas, started cooking, doing the thing out there, and then um, got in a relationship, and we bought a house together, Mm -hmm. you know, over in Summerlin. That was my second house. Mm -hmm. So I can safely say, well, yeah, I've owned pieces of property before. And the goal now is to create that generational wealth that I can pass down Mm -hmm. so that way, you know, you build the pipeline of having residual income. Right. And it's almost getting to the point now where you need multiple streams of income you just do. to kind of maintain certain things. And if you notice most people nowadays, you know, oh yeah, I work here, but I also do mm-hmm. this, 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 and this. Exactly. Right. I got my hands in this and I got my hands in this. And yeah, I may work here as a nine to five. I only do this because mm-hmm. I got the good medical and dental for mm-hmm. the kids and so forth. But my passion is this photography or right. my passion is marketing here or my passion is whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, People understand it because right. you know, the cost of living is not going down here in California, oh, you know. And so I know for me, like you in, in you know, courting young ladies, you know, that's one of my questions. Not really a question per se, but like you said, in casual conversations, mm-hmm. just, you know, where do you see yourself in the next 10, 15 years? Mm-hmm. You know, what do you see yourself doing? You know, how are you set up for retirement? You right. know, have you, what have you really done? Right. You know, and, and then some people necessarily don't have, and it's not to put anyone down, but mm-hmm. some people either don't have that goal or don't, or didn't know how to achieve it. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. So like I've dated someone in, like I said, I'm 44 and for them to be around that age, around the that age and to still not have, I didn't look at them different. I just kind of looked at them like. Was that something that you never thought to do or did mm-hmm. it just not happen for you? You know what I mean? What I've learned is that a lot of people aren't exposed to it. Uh, true. A lot of people, because if your parents can't pass down that knowledge onto you because they don't know, mm. then there's no, there shouldn't be an expectation that you should know if mm. they didn't pass it down to you. Mm. Like I had no idea about income property until I saw my working at my grandfather's building as a kid. Mm-hmm. You take me and my cousin over there. We sweep and mop and, sling paint and what have you getting more on ourselves than the damn wall. But you know, it was something that it was saw. something that, that I saw. And then, you know, when my dad got income property, what were we doing? We mm-hmm. were over there slinging paint and doing the same know, thing. Doing the same thing. And I was like, okay, so this is what ownership looks like. Mm-hmm. And so my dad retired at 43. Yeah. And he has not worn a watch since then. Not looking at time, man. He, when he, um, when he was a football coach over at Sarah, and they give them a stipend to do that. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to take it because he didn't want to be beholden to anyone. Mm. So he took the stipend and divvied up, divvied it up, divvied it up amongst his assistant coaches. Really? Yep. He would not take a stipend. He was like, "Look, I am not clocking in nobody's clock. Mm. I don't want nobody to say, look, we give you a stipend, so you need to be here.' Because mm-hmm. he's quick to say, you know, fuck you, I don't need this.'" <laughs> 
you know, I can go back home sitting on my ass all day while watching the stock market. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what my blueprint is. And as far as my financial acumen and so forth, I try to, you know, mirror kind of some of the things that he's done. Mm -hmm. And then in dating, I ask certain questions and like to see where people are. And, you know, because some people may not have been exposed to that, Mm -hmm. you know, but if there's a willingness to learn and willingness to, you know, well, I'm, I've always been interested in X, Y, and Z. And right. if they show an interest in it, then it prompts me to, well, I can pour into her more of right. this kind of information. Even if the relationship doesn't even go anywhere. Right. The fact that she's interested in that kind of stuff to build herself up and her portfolio or her nest egg or what have you, mm-hmm. that's just, you know, I'm, I'm all about paying it forward with people. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless if the relationship goes anywhere or not, right. I'm still going to pay it forward if she's genuinely interested. Now, I'm not going to lie. I've dated, you know, young ladies who didn't even see it. Mm, couldn't see the forest for the tree. Didn't, I mean, didn't I know, mean. didn't know asshole from apple butter. I mean, you know, and you, you know, you can take them to the water, but you can't make them drink. Sure. Sure. You know, so it's, it, it's one of those things where, you know, I try to meet people where they are. Yeah. And if you leave them there too, man, <laughs> Man, okay, hey, this, this, this date will be over in 10, 9, 8. You know what, boo-boo? It was good. Right, right. Ooh, that happened to me oh. when I was in Vegas. Oh. I dated a young lady, and she was the type that had never been told no. And so it was funny to me because she had never been told no. And at the time, I was working at Aqua and Bellagio and working at uh, Ariel in Mandalay Bay. Mm-hmm. And Four Diamond, Five Star, La La, the whole bit. And she was telling me, well, yeah, I don't eat nowhere else mm-hmm. but the Four Diamond and Four Star restaurants for mm-hmm. lunch and dinner, this, that, and the other. That's like, so you mean to tell me <laughs> ain't nobody ever took you to the Cheesecake Factory or Claim Jumper for lunch? No, I, I don't never go to those places. Oh, well, then we ain't never going to lunch then. Then she went backpedal. Well, what I'm saying is, I'm like, in the mouth. Mm, insert foot A in the mouth B. <laughs> right. So we go to Cheesecake Factory. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this room know Cheesecake Factory got about a 50 page menu. Right. If you can't find what you're looking for in there, we got a problem. Mm-hmm. We need to be at some vegan spot. <laughs> so we get there and. She doesn't know what to order. I'm like, you've never been here? She goes, no. I'm like, what? So she's going through the menu, and, you know, she she's orders some stuff, and, you know, we eat, and, you know, I get me a double-shot mojito. I'm sure you did. I got a double-shot mojito because I saw where this was going. Exactly. So at the end of the night, you know, they come by. Well, what kind of, you know, do you guys leave room for cheesecake for dessert? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, yeah, me too. And she goes, yeah, I want to order two slices. Let me get one for now one to take home. I was like, oh, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. That's how we do. Oh, okay. So, this is when I've never had this happen before. I truly had an out of body experience. (laughs) I sat there and she, you know, she was talking and it got to the point where all I heard was wah, 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 wah. And the music, the ambient music in the background drowned her out. As I was sucking down my third <laughs> double shot mojito. He was mad. Oh, Jesus. So, you know, a buck fifty later, mm. right. Mm. You know, I you know, I walk her to her car, still the gentleman, no hug, no kiss, no nothing. I give her a handshake. 
Oh, right, right, right. Got on the phone with my homeboy. I was like, man, I can't believe this shit. Da, 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 da. Told him what happened. He goes, it happens to everybody at least once. I'm like, you're kidding me. He goes, nope. Luckily, your damage was only 150. Luckily. As opposed to three and 400. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't take this chick to. Ocean Prime. Mm. Mm. Well, I was in Vegas. Oh, well. oh I'm so I'm glad I didn't take her to Morell's. Oh. Right, 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 right. What you know? What you know? What you know? What you know? Right. So there has to be some level of financial acuity there. I mean, again, I'm not looking for you to be Warren Buffett. Right. But at least be able to rub two nickels together and have some sense about, you know, I got to save up. I got to invest. I got to do something with myself. I can't just exist. Right. You know, and, and if I don't know, guide me. Be open. Be coachable. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. At least be coachable. You know, guide. And that's what I don't mind because I don't know everything. I know you right. think I do. I know, I know you think I do. Girl, you walk around here like you do. <laughs> Telling me what to don't. do every five minutes. I, I know you think I do. But mm. guide me, you know, because right. I don't know everything. You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't know everything. So if we don't know, guide us. You know, guide us. Wow. That, mm. got, that got deep real quick. It did. Man, let's bring back some debauchery. So where the big booty? No, I'm kidding. Mm. Um, all right. So tell me about a date you went on oh. in. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right. Okay. A date you went on where finances came in into play in not a good way. Mm? Or has that ever happened to you? Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. Like it was an issue paying the bill? Mm-hmm. No. Or because cause I know some cats will put themselves out. They'll sit there and tell the girl to, you know, pick a place. We can go anywhere you want. Money's no object. No, I ain't, I'm not that type of chick. If you tell me pick a place, I'm going to pick a, a, a place that's not way out. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. it's comparable. I'm not going to say, you know, hey, first day, take me to, you know what I mean? Take, let's, let's just go to, no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something like, look, we can do cheesecake. We could go to um, Javier's. Right, you know what I mean? We, right. we, you know, we could do that. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Gonna- Amazon is offering sign on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'll say, heck, one of my first dates was at Denny's. Hey. But it was one of the most memorable days I ever had. You know what I mean? So it, I'm, yeah. I'm not that type of chick where you can just be like, you know, we, no. Mm-hmm. So have you ever had a guy offer to take you to, you know, Morton's Boas on the first date? Yeah. And. We ain't together, but I mean. <laughs> Damn good ribeye, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, it was, it was cool when it lasted. Yeah. So on the guy side of things. Mm-hmm. Me personally, because we're technically supposed to plan the date, 
Yeah. Right. So technically. Right. So I will present two options. Oh, you present options. Well, because if you give more than two, then you're all over the place. Right, I give two options. Look at you. This or this. Oh. And I've already vetted these places out as far as. Look at you. With, man, look. Uh, you hey. plan the day. <laughs> well, I mean, I plan certain aspects of the date. You know, I plan the initial, like if we're going out to dinner, then I'll plan that, that mm-hmm. portion of it. And then we'll play the rest of the night by ear. If we're, you know, hypothetically, let's say we're at City Walk and then we go to Gladstone's for dinner. Okay, well, then you got a lot of shit around there to do. Right. You know, you can go catch a movie, I, impromptu. You can walk around or let's say you're in Santa Monica, you know, you can. Oh, Third Street. Right, right. Yeah, right. You Or even before that, you know, you can swing by and, and do, um, you know, either Laurie's or, you know, some spot along La Cienega and mm-hmm. then head over into Santa Monica. Right. And, you know, take in the, the pier and the water and the ocean air. and all Y'all be, romantic. Y'all la-la with it. Or, or me, I'm a big kid, go to the arcade. Now, if you don't have, if you don't know how to have a good time, we can't hang out. That's true because I need you to cut up. I, I need you to because you want to know. No, no, I know. No, I know. When no. I tell you cut up, ooh, I'm the one in Toys R Us pulling out the silly string in the middle of the aisle. Look. Yes. Look. Yes. Look. I did that to a girlfriend of mine from high school and screamed like I was retarded. <laughs> Because she hit me and I screamed, why are you hitting me? And everybody thought she was beating me. I'm that dude. Uh-uh. Right. I was doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, moving on. So. <laughs> now that we've gotten that out the way. Okay. So along with finances and dating, um, how important is it to you that he owned a piece of property because what if he was never in a position to own a piece of property or some people may not want the responsibility True. of owning property because with property ownership comes property responsibilities. A lot of it. Everything falls on you, the roof, the, the lawn care, everything. the sprinklers, the fridge, everything, <laughs> as opposed to leasing. And all you got to do is call the call landlord. Manager, like, hey, hey, look, man, happens. you know, this toilet is back there. You might want to send somebody out here yeah, they call and they me. take care of it. Right. Right. Well, yeah, you know about that. So in dating a guy and you, you know, through casual conversation, you know, he's like, well, yeah, you know, I live in such and such, you know, I live in an apartment over here, I mm-hmm. lease a condo or whatever, or mm-hmm. I'm leasing whatever it is right, I'm leasing. Right. Do you look down on that because no. he does not have, does he, does he, does he, because he doesn't have ownership? No, I've dated someone like that. And if that wasn't what he had already had, then with us being together, my mindset was eventually we can get to that point. Mm-hmm. Eventually you can, you know, I, I guess want to say more so through observation. Right. You see me doing whatever I'm doing or you hear me on the phone talking to a tenant or you, you know, you see me paying property, property tax bills. You know what I mean? That's not small bills. Man. So you, you can see that and you will say, you know what, let's maybe that's something that we could do together. Or mm-hmm. maybe that's something that I could get on my own. Mm-hmm. I, I don't look down on you because not everybody has that want. Right. Not you know I'm I'm different. Mm-hmm. Not everybody wants to own a piece of property. Not everybody wants to leave to their children. You know what I mean? I, that's yeah. Bill my, Gates aren't. Yeah, they it, they donate hey. every bit of it. And I think Warren Buffett's doing the same thing. He ain't giving <laughs> leaving his kids shit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, see, I want to, but not everybody has that. And everybody, you know, I'm different. So, what are from a financial standpoint what are must-haves or at least minimum minimum requirements 
minimum requirements as far as like money in the bank, 401ks, um, IRAs, all that. Yeah. Yeah, all that. Oh, all right. Now. <laughs> okay. Well, gentlemen, look here. If you don't have a 401k, <laughs> don't even bother. Um, but you need to have something put away. Something put away for a rainy day. Right, right, right. Good, right. You know, a good amount. Now, if the brother came to you and told you you had a credit score of zero, what would you do? We're going to have to get that up. No, 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 no. Check out the mindset. I pay for everything in cash. I give a hell if my credit score is zero. Oh, I just had this conversation with somebody. Man, I'm trying to tell so you. So let me tell you. I had a girlfriend, a girlfriend of mine. I had a girlfriend of mine. And that was her issue. Mm-hmm. She had this dude. He was a good dude. But he paid for everything in cash. And like I told her, he probably was a street dude back in the day. That's all he was around. Nobody ever taught him, put your money in a bank, put mm-hmm. your money here. He never had the type of woman that was like, this is what you do. This is how you do it. I said, just go ahead and, you know, she's like, mm, no, I don't want to teach no man. I don't, I don't feel that I have to. I don't feel that I need to. You know, just go on and push it. <laughs> Boy, he had his finger waiting to push that button. And that's that's a big mm-hmm. one because you have a lot of street dudes who are like, they sitting on hundreds. You know what I mean? Right. Got it. But never, never were, was taught how to put that money up, where to put that money into to say, you know what, let's, you know, invest it somewhere mm-hmm. to say, you know, let's get a bank. Because uh, I don't even think this dude had a bank account. Yeah. No. You know See, what I that's mean? A, that's a that's a thing. That's just one thing to pay for everything in cash, but not to have a bank account because you well, we have this. Right, 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 right. right. But again, fast money. Right. Um, but no, I know people who, you know, they got the banks and what have you, mm-hmm. but they still pay for everything in cash, you know, and they do have credit cards, but they use them as secure credit cards. Uh, no actual legitimate credit, credit cards. cards. You're right. Credit cards, you know, chase visa, whatever, mm-hmm. MasterCard, you know, uh, American Express, the mm-hmm. whole bit. Mm-hmm. But the way they use them isn't the, in the traditional sense. So they'll get a credit card and they may use it once a year just to show right. activity. On the credit. However, there's about, you know, a ten or $15,000 cash advance on each one. So if some shit really, really, pops really off. hit the fan and pops off and grab. you need to get a hold of some cash really quick, can. you have the ability to do that. Now, on the back end, you know, it's going to be it's going to suck for a while, but at least you got were able to fix whatever problem you had right. at that point. Um, so that's how they look at it. that's how the, that's how they'll look at it. We, mm-hmm. on the other hand, will look at it as, OK, well, I got this 20 unit building over here. If it gets down to that point, I know mm-hmm. I could easily pull from that. Right. right if right, it gets right. to the, you know, to the other point. OK, well, hey, I got a quad over here. I could, you know, pull from that mm-hmm. versus, you know, me going underneath that mattress. Right. Right. And see. Too many of us think that the bank is the end all, the be all. When the bank gives you less than one percent mm-hmm. on your money, you know, for every hundred dollars in a year, you're gonna get a penny. Right. You know, a lot of people don't think that, and we're all educated to you know, put your money in the bank. Mm-hmm. Well, the bank will sit there and make twelve, fifteen percent on your money. They only give you one or less than one. Mm-hmm. No one's ever bothered to ask why. Right. You know, so for me, I know I like to see some measure of least stability. Financial stability. I mean, if you're not, you know, if you're not caught up in no payday loan, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Because <laughs> I mean, it lets me know you're not responsible. Right. You know, because spending patterns and behaviors are character traits mm-hmm. to other things. Mm-hmm. If you're an impulse buyer, 
that means you don't think things through first. Mm. You don't see the bigger picture. Case in point, when I was married, my ex, we were living in an apartment in Inglewood. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, a girl I went to high school with, her mom owned the, the building. Mm-hmm. So no pets. Outside of goldfish, <laughs> you can't have no pets. Mm-hmm. She went off and bought a dog. Oh. Pet Smart was having to adopt a dog day. She comes back with this little terrier, and I'm like, what are you doing? We can get kicked out today because of this little bastard here. Mm-hmm. You got to take him back. No, I can't take him back. Nah, 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 nah. Grab this bitch. We going in the car. <laughs> I dropped that dog, man. I, it was tuck and roll. Oh. I, I went up to the lady. I literally left, opened the car door, left the engine running, parked in front of PetSmart. <laughs> grabbed the dog by the scruff of his neck. I said, here, my wife did this accidentally. We cannot have pets where we live. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't take them back. You need to do something. <laughs> Poor little thing. Mm. You think I cared? Not, no. Not, right. Not right. about the look on your face now. Right. Right. It sees that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're impulsive, like if you, there's an old saying you used to say, old people say, money will burn a hole in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, that means you, you can't keep a dollar in your hand for nothing because you feel you need to spend it. Right. Or the minute you get paid after you didn't squirt away your overhead, you going out. Hey, it's 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 margarita night at El Cholo's. Mm-hmm. Let's spend this money. Right, 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 right. Then it's like, okay, well, are you contributing to your four hundred one k? Yeah, I'm only doing three percent. But don't they match up to seven? You know, a lot of people don't know that. <sighs> no, nah, I don't buy that. I call BS. No, a lot of people don't know that. I call BS. You got to know that because that's the first thing they tell you when you walk into the spot that we got a 401k and we'll match up to 7% dollar for dollar. A lot of people would just keep at the minimum and not go any higher because it's just, they don't want to do any more. That's straight complacency. It's, it is, but you know, it's true. I don't know, man. I can't do that. The first thing I did, it was got the max 7% because you figure if you do it early, you, you'll never feel it. A lot of people don't think that way. You don't stop looking at me like that. Though. Man, I'm just saying, man, some of y'all. Not you. Oh. Not you. Oh. Some. Okay. Aren't fiscally attuned mm-hmm. to finances. Even some of us. Yeah, I was about to say I knew, I I knew, my moments. No, no, no. I knew a, I I, my best moments. friend. My very, very, very best friend. His dad and my dad are best friends to this day. They grew up on the same block. I can never not knowing, I never, there was never a point where I didn't feel I didn't know this dude. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even remember when we first met. That's how far we go back. Mm -hmm. God rest his soul. He passed. But this cat, at one point, he was painting his Mustang every, twice a year. Mm -hmm. He had a 1986 uh, Ford Mustang. And this is, I'm really dating myself here. He He has center line rims on it. And he put an exhaust package. He put the the the, yeah, I don't know about the that. kits all the way around it and stuff. He would sit there and repaint his shit Mm-mm. twice a year, different yeah. colors. I'm like, who does that? Yeah, yeah. I did not understand that. I did not understand. I'm like, how you waste thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars on a paint job twice a year? Yes. But his thing was, you know, chicks liked it. And I was his 
you know, that was the male peacock effect. I, I, I'm so happy we're not live because I rolled my eyes about ten times already. I mean, that's the the, the male peacock effect where you feel you got a you know guy you got to show out. You know, you got to stretch your stuff. So his thing was his car. Mm. I didn't get it. I truly didn't get it. Mm-mm. You know, you. I hate to say you are you are really judged by the certain the company you keep. Yeah, you are. You know, and you really are. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've actually, um, I was just saying that to somebody. I backed off a couple people this year because of that. Um, so, who'd you back off? I backed off a couple people. Just you know, <laughs> no names. No, no, okay. no. All right, <laughs> all right. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, all right. So, next question. So. If the guy comes up short at the dinner, uh-huh. what's your response? I'll pay. We ain't going to be sitting there looking special. No. One of Jerry's kids? No, dude. Just pay this bill. You slide him the money <laughs> so he can do it? Bill. Yeah. Has yeah. that happened? No. Uh-uh. Very good. Very good. Very good. No. Yeah, we're we're taught to... Pay the first couple of dates, and then hopefully, it's reciprocated after the third or fourth date. That's what we're hoping for. I do. I reciprocate. I reciprocate, and I, um, you know, sometimes like you know, I'll, you know, I'll pay the bill. Just you know, just right. Just go ahead, and just take care of it. Or sometimes I'll give half, or you know what I mean. Yeah. But I'm different. Not everybody does that. You're right. You're right. Some will just keep taking. Man, go for the go for the go for the prime rib every time. No, I ain't like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that's you know ingrained in most of us to you know well, the man is supposed to do this and the man is supposed to do that. And initially, I had no problem with that, but after a while, it's like, man, how long do I have to keep shelling out? <laughs> this shit gets expensive, man. You know, my um grandfather, he did that. He, I mean, he just my grandfather took care of my grandmother just in mm-hmm. every aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So. I think I don't want to say I necessarily said it was mandatory for the guy that I was with, but it just happened. Right. But in that, I mean, I would always ask, do you need and you know, do you need help? I mean, just household, anything, right. you know, just just in a relationship. I'm saying not dating, not mm-hmm. um, dinner, but just in a relationship period. I would always ask, do you need this? Do you need that? You need half on the bill? Do you need? I'm not the type of person you just got to sit there and just be like, OK, well, I'm taking care of all that. I'm asked, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I just wasn't. To me, it just don't feel right. Let me help you with something. Right, 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 know, so. right, right, right. No, I totally get it. Um, that was my biggest concern for the longest was how long do I keep paying? And at what point does she hop in? Right, right. Because my dad used to always tell me, you know, look, you want to be nice. You want to be respectful, but don't be a fool at the same time. Exactly. Because there are some out there who will take it, continue to let you subsidize their social life. That's right. Or their dinner experiences. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, let's try Morton's tonight. Right, right, right. Well, didn't huh? we just didn't we just have Ruth Chris? It's okay. We're going to Boa next week. Mm. I've been to Boa. Man, granted, I'm see, I'm one of those people. I won't take you to a restaurant if I feel you won't appreciate the actual experience. But you know, you're a connoisseur. No, 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 you're no, a connoisseur. No, 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 no. I'm not even saying it from that perspective. Uh, 
I'd rather not. I'd rather take you to a high end restaurant than cook for you. You don't like to cook for people, do you? I got to like you a whole lot. Because I ain't seen nothing yet. You're right. Oh. I mean, don't take it like that. <laughs> I mean, no, don't and take it I've like that. I've known you a while. Right, right. right. And, and don't take it like that. A long while. I know. I mean, we're not going to talk about this sangria. Mm. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about this sangria. We're not going to talk about it. And that's not even cooking. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I'm seeing everybody going lounge life. Everybody had a. Everybody had some. Everybody did. I'm like, what? What is going on here? I brought you two, sir. We just gonna continue to. Yeah, so because what is this quarantine? Yeah, okay. so like I said, I would rather Whatever. buy you a high end dinner than actually cook for you if I knew you were going to appreciate it. I have to really like you a lot in order for me to cook for you. I appreciate. I think I. I think I appreciate when a man cooks for me more so than going out. Well, because it takes more effort, regardless of the level of his skill set, mm-hmm. it still takes an measure and effort, right. planning and preparation, all that to do that. Right, and you actually are saving money. Because, you know, he's buying everything from the store as opposed to the you know, 20, 30 percent markup you get when you go to Boa <laughs> or Fleming's mm-hmm. and get the black truffle mac and cheese. Hey, what I've made. About that? Man, please. I've made truffle mac and cheese. You make me have to go up there. So but no, I honestly legitimately do not cook for people unless they're, I'm getting paid. To be straight up, I gotta like you a whole whatever lot. But the sangria, though, let me tell you, oh that shit God. is fire. So what he has done now is he has he now is the sangria pusher. Pusher such a strong derogatory. Everybody word. in the group, I mean, somebody posted something about the sangria. Everybody was posting their pictures, like, oh yeah, I got some, yeah, I got some. I was on my um. Instagram and saw somebody walk. What I said, does he even know Brian? How does he have this product speaks for itself? Whatever product speaks for itself. I mean, I'm trust me. I'm sure if it tasted like wood glue, you'd know. Whatever. Hey, I mean, Hey, you get, you know, ask people, ask about me in these streets. What? Don't even do it. (laughs) He wanted to press a button. Y'all. I got people asking me to ship it. Yeah. I imagine so. Like, this is some big drug deal. Ship me my product. Whatever. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay. So now tell me. Oh, gosh. Hey, well, you, you got, unless you got some questions. No, you go ahead. Okay, then. Oh. Starting on SH won't be no IT. Uh-uh. Um, from a financial perspective, mm-hmm. now as we're dating and you know, you, we're dating. you've gone out with whoever Keevan mm-hmm. for a couple of dates. Mm-hmm. Um, at what point do you start pouring into him financial stuff? 
at what point do you, you know, try to give him input on if you see some deficiencies in his finances and mm-hmm. the way he handles his money, mm-hmm. at what point do you try to pour into him a little bit of something? How how long have we gone out? I don't know, a couple of dates. You and Key even been hitting it, hitting it strong for about let's say a month and a half, two months. Probably at that point. All right. I don't know. I I say this all the time. I can I could get money back. I can lose money. I can get money back. My time I can't get back. So I figure if we in this, let's do what we got to do. You know, mm-hmm. if I see you and you know within a couple of months, and let's talk about where this is going to go. If it's not pleasable to you, if I don't see it going nowhere, let's end it. You know what I mean? I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going to continue to push it on. You ain't gonna try to get one for the road. No. You can't even lie to say. <laughs> she over here looking at me like Mm-mm, I ain't trying to get one. One what? What you talking about? Nah, but. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, let's we could talk about it. And if that's just not something, oh, sorry. If that's just not something, you, you know, we on the same. <laughs> You're not on the same page. You gonna do it? <laughs> Ooh, like we wasn't live for that one. Okay. Yeah, but okay, okay. Have you met people who were intimidated by some of the things that you've accomplished so far and where you are now in life? Yeah. How does that affect? How does that affect um, your interaction? If you meet Jamal mm-hmm. and through conversations, phone calls, oh yeah, well I got this property here. Da, 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 da. I don't even like to tell people, honestly. But say he finds out, mm-hmm. or you know, just through conversation, or you guys know mutual people, and he knows some of the things that you already have accomplished and, and done so far. Mm-hmm. Has that been a hindrance? Yeah, it has. Why do you think that is? I think they think that I'm, well, people think anyway that I'm, you know, bougie or whatever the case is, but I don't care. But, um, <laughs> but I think. Oh, you're saying you're not? Yeah, whatever. But I think people look at it as, um, I think that I either have too much that like as if I feel that they're beneath me. Is there such thing as having too much? Not for me. No, I mean, because. But you do have some people who feel that way. You have you have some people who feel that you've accomplished all this. How could they meet you there? You know what I mean? Okay, so. I understand you. You, you understand? I, no, no, no. I, I get it because. For us, us as in men, correct. Mm-hmm. Some of us, or a lot of us, feel we want our woman to be our equal, mm-hmm. and we come to the table with the same stuff. You know, I got a house, you got a house, or I got some property, you got some property. I got this, you got that. You got some of the same things. Maybe not exactly right. apples to apples, but right. you got some of the same stuff because you want someone, I hate to use the biblical term, you want someone who's equally, equally yoked. Right, right, right. I know it really doesn't mean that from mm-hmm. what I've been told. but it doesn't, know. Right. So, but you, some of us want that. Okay. Let me tell you this. I didn't mean to say it like that. <laughs> so, sorry. Me, I, I, sorry. I, I just, let me tell you something. Me, I accomplished a lot way back when mm-hmm. because my money was different. Mm-hmm. So I was able to do make a lot more moves at that time. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not the same. I've you know things have happened. Life you know life has happened. Right. So, 
when that type of comment, I don't want to say it makes me angry, but it's just like I was at a I was a way different person when I was able to do that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So for me now to date somebody and they feel that oh she owns this or oh she has that shit. If you knew how I got half of this shit, I mean you know what I mean? No, I mean sorry. Can you take that part out? <laughs> we'll edit that one out. Right on the cutting board. But I'm just saying, you know, I, it, life was different for me at one point in time. Mm-hmm. I was able to do a whole lot. Right. Now it's different. So with me dating, and anyway, go on, go on with your story. Oh, sorry, go on with your little story now. Man, and I really, I really hate to tell people that because they do. They look at you as, oh, you, you're so this and you're so that. Hell, if you knew half the shit I've been through to get this, man, right? The work, and you wonder why I don't cook for people. Man, listen. If you knew the work I had to do to get to where I got. Now, I kid you not. Everyone has their thing. I do. Everyone that has their really thing. It really pisses me off. It really does. Because I've met people and they're just like, oh, you have them. How could I? If I date you, I'm dating you because I like you. Not for your money. Not for I, what you got or don't have. I got my own shit. Regardless of how I got it, it's still mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for somebody to feel that, oh, well, she's so high up. How can I meet her? But if you don't bring your ass up over here and let's just do this, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and I think some of us are intimidated by women who make significantly more. Um, That's it. They're going to give me five minutes, motherfucker. Um, some of us can be intimidated by women who have either A, higher levels of education or make considerably more money. Mm-hmm. When I say considerably, I don't mean I'm making 60, you making 70. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I'm making 60, you making 250. Mm-hmm. Some cats will have a complex about that. And it's one of those things where you have to really look at the bigger picture, especially if you're really serious about her. Mm-hmm. If you serious, then it becomes, well, she has this and I have this, but collectively, we have this and we can do more as opposed to individually. Right. You have to understand too that, you know, some cats get in their feelings. They, you know, they let some pride get in the way of, because I'm the man, I need to be making more and na, 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 na. Being the man of the house doesn't mean you make more money. It does not mean that. And if you get the right woman, regardless of how much money the woman brings in versus how much you bring in, you still the man of the house. I don't give a damn how much. <laughs> I know that's right. But, oh, oh, you got something to say. Can I step in for a second? Come on and step in here. Ooh, Lord we it. need her to talk to a lot of women out here. But you know what? I mm. Really, it really, because regardless, you still the man of the house. I don't yeah. care how much money you bring up in here. You the man, you the man. I and still expect you to take out this damn trash. God dang right. Regardless of how much money you bring in. And, and and the key here is the man of the house is an earned title. It is. You can't just show up. Because, and be like, um, the because, man. Just because you, you got, got a dangling. Right. Because, you know, you hung three inches from the floor with two testicles that all oh, of a sudden boo. you just running the shit in the house. No. You have to prove a, a measure of leadership. You do. Because if you drive in the boat, this your co-pilot. And the woman dipping. is your co-pilot. And we dipping. Right. We dipping. And see... It takes a cat to understand that that regardless of how much she makes, 
we make we still a team this much together to get you know and i hate that because i when i'm with you i'm it's us it is us against the world mm -hmm. not you against me or you and you know it's us against the world i got you if you got me i got you i don't care how much money i bring in right and it, and, and i don't care like i said i don't care how much you bring it in because we together it's us mm -hmm. I don't feel this to, to, to divide. Or, no, 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 no. I think if more of us really got together and talked some of these things out, we there'll be more powerful couples out there. Um, so with that, with that, we're going to tailor this off. Um, got the high sign from the engineer that uh, we got a few minutes left. So thank you, Lounge Life, for everything. Thank you for your listening ears. And thank you, guys. Ladies, I'll be delivering sangria this Friday. Oh, Lord. I'm going to start. I'm going to have something to deliver, too.